This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank goodness. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. California, yes. Not far from Victory Boulevard. Now, Ed, um, let's thank our Patreon folks yes! before we get started. Thank you all for contributing. If you want to contribute to Patreon monthly, as little as $5 a month. To our show through Patreon. But if you really want to treat yourself, you can go on up the ranks and donate and contribute more since we stepped out boldly since uh, Unity Online Radio shut its doors. Yeah, they stopped... Uh, Transmitting. We already have Broadcasting. a great group out there Patreoning away, and we really appreciate you. Yes. Uh, if you want to contribute, patreon.com forward slash funniest thing, and that's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash funniest thing. And now. Yeah, you could donate as little as $5 a month, and it, it really goes far uh, to help Ed and I continue to produce this show. And I'll tell you this, one of the things that's really helped me with regards to finances is the fun. When I used to like be very scarcity-minded about yes. it, the, um, you know, I never wanted to give any away because right. I was like afraid. You know, like, <laughs> I need it. Where, where, where's it going to come from? But it's a, it really has uh, increased my – improved my relationship with money to realize that I'm someone who's helping other people do things. Yes. And if so – I just recommend that regardless of how you choose to do that, I definitely recommend finding even the smallest ways to see your money work to help someone else achieve their dream or the things that you love. Yes. It, it really does help the circulation. And that's what this, all of this stuff is about. So uh, without what circulation that is, keeping your good flowing, your joy, sharing your gifts, that had, there's, well, a, there's a big reason for that. Yeah, I was going to actually say that actually helps reinforce the fact that Thou Art Good Enough. That's right. Today's show is called Thou Art Good Enough with Ken Fendrick. He is here all the way from San Diego. What's the name of his uh, church down there? Uh, Unity of the Trails? I, I see him on the Zoom. Can you nod your head? Is it Unity of the Trails? Okay. Yes, it is. It's okay. Unity of the Trails in San Diego if you want to check him out. Um, but we know him from Unity of the West Side right. where he speaks um, monthly. And... He's just a joyful soul, um, so we're looking forward to him coming on in the second segment to reinforce the idea that thou art good enough, because believing we are not good enough as is cuts us off from others and God. This has been a huge learning for Daryl and me, yes. but realizing for myself that I am sinning and like missing the mark when I am, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm going to hold it all in. Like 
I'm not delivering the goods that God gave me to deliver to the day that is in front of me when I'm thinking, I'm not good enough, so I won't give it. That, like... This is God. God put all that stuff in us, right? Our right. job is to deliver it, not yes. to judge it. So we second-guess right. the nudges of our heart and perpetually try to win approval. Oh, that's, that's such a horrible place to be. Yeah, today is the perfect day to let down our guard and release our inner splendor. On today's episode, Daryl and Ed will remind listeners that it is worth the risk to be themselves and experience the joy of the Lord. This could also be said the joy of the law yes. of ever-increasing good, these divine laws. Yes. And during the second segment, one of a kind, Reverend Ken Fendrick joins the show to read and discuss today's daily word, creativity. We're going to go straight into the three breaths, I guess. Yeah, because this <laughs> is one of Daryl's favorite groups. No! Favorite songs? <laughs> no! <laughs> but I, I, the funniest thing... When we were talking about doing the show this week, Ed, uh, we were talking on the phone. Ed said, oh, I just read something good from Celebrate Yourself for the show by Eric Butterworth. Right. So when when we got done talking, all I kept hearing in my head is this one portion of this one song that was popular when I was a kid. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. very young, like elementary Mm -hmm. school. Mm Mm-hmm. And the only thing I remember of it, and I, it made me think the whole song was joyful, is celebrate, celebrate, dance to the music. Right. So Ed and I tried to find the song. Because I go, that's the perfect. We're going to use that for the three breaths. Right. You know, we'll, we'll just modify it a little. It'll turn your dark night of the soul into a three-dog night of the soul. That's right. Because <laughs> uh, that's the group that played it. But we we started looking it up. First, I thought, no, I think it's the Doobie Brothers from Listen to the Music. Listen to the Music. So joyful. So then I started plugging in, okay, celebrate, dance to music. And it kept saying, Three Dog Night, celebrate. And I I would play that song. Oh, this is not it. This is not it. And finally, like everywhere, all all the other searches said, no, that's the song. Yes. So I had to like listen to the song. Yes. And it finally gets like, it's not a very celebratory tune. Right. But the only thing I remember as a kid is the one part Mm -hmm. which is the most joyful portion of the song. Mm -hmm. So uh, it took a while for us to figure out where this was from. But we modified it a little. So I'm going to kick it off. Without further ado. Yes. I'm going to kick it off and then Ed's going to. Sit up straight. Join boys. us. You're going to need a full diaphragm of love for this because one. Because Ed actually thinks I know this better than he does. Okay. 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 Are you ready? ready? Deep breath. You're the one who used to listen to it in that van you owned. <laughs> Wait, I was only eight. Okay. <laughs> 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 <sighs> okay, here we go. Celebrate, celebrate. I celebrate myself. Ah, celebrate, celebrate. I celebrate myself. Ah, celebrate, celebrate. I celebrate myself.
Well, that definitely rose the uh, elevated the mood. I know. At the very least, it got oxygen to it my did. brain. It did. I was like for the first awake. time all day. But um, you know what really kicked this off? It wasn't the the book "Celebrate Yourself." It was I was meditating. And my school has been uh, super busy. The person that I talked about this, I've just been like doing the job of like three people on top of my job, which is already a lot as a special education teacher at my school. But I was meditating, and this this whole thing, this whole show, has been the like a big part of my salvation through understanding these principles. First of all, this whole show is about metaphysics. Practicing them. Yes. There are principles that anyone and everyone can practice, and you can start now, and you don't need anything special to do it. Everyone can do it. You can start it right yes. now. You don't need to wait until at the end of the show, I'm gonna give, we're going to give you uh, a secret password where you can get into Daryl and Ann's Platinum Membership Club. No. no. You read the books we read. You practice this stuff. It's already at work in your life. You can do it. Yes. You're already doing it. You're amazing. That's the number one thing. But what I realized, so I every morning I get up and I'm like, my rational brain's going, how in the heavens am I going to do that job? It's not possible. I can't rationally wrap my mind around the scheduling. Not only that, but every day I've been getting texts because I'm handling the scheduling part that I don't normally handle. And it's like so-and-so's absent. So like I've had like at least two to four staff members absent every day, state testing going on, other testing, like not possible. But... So the negative rational mind's going, I must not be good enough because I can't do this, right? Or my rational mind's judging me. Or, but this through the morning routine of reading these books, meditating, which is really simple. You can do it anytime you sit down and just breathe, relax, set a timer for as little as three minutes. Just relax. Pay attention to the room. Shift your focus away from those thoughts that are getting all of your attention and remember who you are. And then affirm some things about yes. the type of day you're going to have. Right? Yes. But what came through me in my meditation was, Ed, celebrate yourself. Because I love that. It's my favorite. One of my favorite spiritual books is Celebrate Yourself by Eric Butterworth. That, but that's what came through. But what, what it meant to me was all the stuff you're holding against yourself, Ed, your whole life, you can celebrate it. I don't care what you, what you said the wrong thing and did that thing that you're, you've been holding and hiding and judging yourself. Start celebrating it because it's what led you here. We can start celebrating ourselves. We have that option at any moment, but we don't. A lot of us don't know. That's right. Yeah, and and so Francis Wilshire in 1935 wrote a book, a Unity book called "You." Mine is like the covers ripped off. Um, I got it at Unity of Tustin Library. Actually, I borrowed it and I still have it. <laughs> and uh, it looks like this. If you're looking on YouTube, if you're not looking on YouTube, go to our Facebook fan page. Yes, uh, and you can see the YouTube video or find us on YouTube. Yes, um, and you could actually purchase this book for as little as three dollars on yeah, Amazon. Sometimes they're like one cent. Yeah, the thing to remember too, since we're all, uh, out here off of Unity Online Radio, if you love the show, the best thing you could do is share the show, um, rate, comment the show, I comment on it, or, or give it a rating wherever you listen to it. Yes, but just get it out there because when I read this, I realized. <laughs> This saves my life. Not everyone even knows that they have a divine self inside because the only way to really know is to visit it, to connect with it, right? Yeah. But then, and then once you allow it out, yes. Well, we got tons of stories to share, but it just feels so good when we could, yes, when we could tell the truth without fear of loss, yes. 
all of a sudden it feels like life comes through you because you're not withholding, you're not second guessing, and you're you're not believing the old thought of I'm not good enough as is. So if I'm if I admit I don't know, or if I right if I say I do, when maybe they want me to say I don't, right. then I'm gonna lose whatever it is I think I need in this situation. Right. But we're saying that's the lie of believing. I'm not good enough as is. Yes. And once I can just and and it takes energy to believe I'm not good enough as is and because then we're constantly trying to like it said in our reading we're perpetually trying to win approval. Right. Rather than being honest and just letting the cards fall. But every time I'm 100% honest yeah. with no fear of loss and it may be saying the thing that my reasonable mind is saying, this is not the right thing to say in this right. situation because you could lose your job. One in particular, just real quick. Yeah, no, go. Um, I got hired as a, I got hired when I first moved to California um, to paint neon tubes mm -hmm. for a uh, lighting, yes. uh, a, a guy who created, um, you know, fancy lighting. And it was 10 bucks an hour. It made my budget. It wasn't what I came to Los Angeles to do. I wanted to work in the entertainment business. But you know what? It paid the bills. I blessed the job. And I'm painting these neon tubes. Right. And I'm loving... I'm doing everything these books tell us. Right, right. Bless the thing. It blesses you. And I, I didn't know how my good was going to come out, come about, but I knew God was going to bring it about. Right. And I just painted neon tubes. It turns out they were for a movie set. Right. Turns out they were for a miniature Las Vegas that I got to build for the movie Con Air, which right. was like 20 years Nick ago. Nick Cage, right? With Nick Cage, yes. So I am built, I built the actual um, Hard Rock Hotel sign, all the lighting for that. I did right. that right. Um, for the big crash. The yeah. mini neons were for the big crash. Right. Well- the comp, my I was working for the lighting guy. I wasn't working for Disney. Right. I was a subcontracted worker, even though I'm working on the movie on the set. So, towards the end of the uh, run with the subcontractor, I notice when I'm firing up this light because now I have to test this thing and make sure it works. Right, you right, know, the, right. The Hard Rock Hotel sign. So I'm firing this thing up, and it took like 37 transformers to reduce the electricity right. down. So because these are tiny little neon tubes, one eighteenth scale of the original sign. But when I fired all these transformers up, I'm going, "Wow, this smells like fresh spring air." Right. You know, and the art director's around, and I call him over, and I go, "Mike, is it okay that I'm breathing this stuff?" I go, because it smells really good to me. And usually things that smell really good to me aren't good for me. Ah. You know, like cigar smoke, right, gasoline. Right. Oh, you know, right? Yeah. Smell of gasoline. So he goes, he goes like this. He goes, come on, Fazaro, Stop joking around. You're the electrical engineer. So part of me goes, oh, shit. They think I'm an electrical engineer? Right. So it was, do I go along with it? Because this might get me fired or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I could feel that. But here's the thing. When we feel not good enough as is and we're about to defend that from ourselves from that place, right? you'll feel your body constrict. Yeah. Because you start worrying and then scheming simultaneously. It's like my wife said. It's, you got to start to realize that that's too bad to be true yes. when it feels that bad. So I just go, I just, I just let him have it. I go, 
I'm not an electrical engineer. I got hired off the street for 10 bucks an hour. And I felt so high. Right. You let yourself off the hook. Yes. That energy comes through when, to thine own self be true. That feeling is what is defined as charisma. People love well, – I love people when they're yeah. themselves 100%. Yeah, because we learned that on our last show, that charisma is like about your inner – it means inner gift, like connection yes. to your inner gifts. So you know what he said? He, go, he goes, yeah, right, Fasara. Well, listen, Disney wants to hire you to be the stunt coordinator. Can you do it? And I, now I had the second. Yeah. I'm going, in my mind, I'm a stunt coordinator. I don't know what that is. I better just lie. And I said, stunt coordinator? Because I was so high from telling the first truth. Right. God was conspiring in my favor. Like, I couldn't hold back. Right. It's so wonderful, this stuff. Because once the spirit flows through, it's like a fire hose. You cannot yes. now put it back. Like, yes. And that's a good thing. So I just said, uh, what does a stunt coordinator do? He goes, listen, you don't worry about it. You just walk around with a walkie-talkie. And as long as, you know, Felix doesn't catch on fire while he fires up your sign, you know, you have nothing yeah. to worry about. And I yeah. said, all right, I'll do it. That's right. But see, that's the mat. Like, but the big thing about that is two things. One is when we can abandon ourselves 100% yes. to whatever God's will is in the situation and mm. then and then tell the truth without fear or loss. And the only time I'm tempted or feel myself starting to fudge, even white, justify a white lie, right. is because I'm starting to believe again I'm not good enough as is. Right. So I have to kind of come up with a scheme because I'm worried that you might find that out. Right. Right. But now I'm just reinforcing a lie about myself yeah. because every time I have told the truth with abandon, like right. you have, right. the most seemingly counterintuitive—I shouldn't say counterintuitive—counter to our reason, rational mind. My rational mind turns out we become victors. Yes, like it turns out better than expected. That's what our show is all about: stepping out boldly. Yes, in this manner. That was that's the origin right. of this show from the beginning, thirteen yes, years ago. Yes, that's right. That's right. So Francis Wilshire says uh, in the first chapter of this book, "What is the most interesting and important subject in the world?" This was asked of a group of university students. The answer was oneself. Really, to know oneself is the most inspiring and romantic thing in the world. My desire in this series of lessons is to help you to meet face-to-face this charming you. This self you are meeting now, perhaps for the first time, is the you of you. Yes. You must recognize your real self to be a spiritual being all the way through. Your mind is spirit invisible and your body is spirit materialized. You are a divine child and God is your father. Through knowing that you are a perfect child of God, you lose your self-consciousness and become conscious of your true self. Yes. This will give you a new quality or tone which the world will recognize. Yes. The, The law is when you rise up in consciousness, all things rise up to meet you. Everything in your life improves and takes on a finer quality or tone and you attract only the superior side of life. Like attracts like. So know yourself. It does not seem uh, it does not seem a great deal to ask anyone, does it? It only means that you'll discover that you are more wonderful than you have ever imagined and that you have a presence within you which when released will give you divine assurance. You are the most vital thing in the whole universe as far as you are concerned. Yes. 
Mine, when I, the story that came up for me was when I was in the halls and I was doing a lot of, uh, for work. So my mind was already feeling stressed and overwhelmed. And uh, there's so many things like state testing and this other st- type of testing I had to do where there's all this like, you got to do it this way or this way. You can't have, if there's a phone in the room, the feds are coming in to arrest you. Know, like uh, there's uh, all these like warnings and stuff. So I was tired, blah, blah, blah. And so I went to talk to a teacher just to tell her one simple thing. And I had to tell her it a certain way because I didn't, she, I didn't, they, well, this student had been, hadn't been coming to the groups that she was supposed to be coming to. Right. I didn't want her to get in trouble because she's a sensitive soul. Right. So I just told the teacher, you know, so-and-so can start coming to the groups now at 1245. Nice. And then I started, almost said something about tomorrow about the schedule. And then my mind go freaked out like, uh, I don't even know what tomorrow looks like. I said, forget it. I'll tell you tomorrow. But I, I felt, started feeling stressful. And right at that moment, this girl tried to go, she was like, uh, tried to go around me. And she bumped into me. She's in third grade and, and fell, like slid into home down these two little steps next yes. to me. And it was bad enough. This little girl was like, you know, right. she's sad. You know, she's right. crying and she scraped her well, knee. Well, embarrassed and too. She, and, but inside me, because I had already had this like buildup of like guilt and fear and doubt, worry, all this stuff coming, going on. I felt really guilty. Like I had done something wrong too. Yes. And so... But I, you know, I know I practice my morning routine. I practice this stuff enough that even when my rational mind goes off the rails, I do have faith in the greater right. knowing that I'm still a divine being, that, yes. I, that my job is to show up. So I yes. sat with her, told her teacher to go back to class, you know, talk to her like a doctor, like the kind, loving doctor. You'll be all right. Let's yes. see how you're feeling. How's this? How's that? Then I said, look, I'll give you – you want a sticker? I got some stickers in my room and her and her friend who was the helpful friend. I, I praise her for being a good friend. We walked back to the room and I couldn't make out. Is the girl – like the, the part of me that felt guilty is the girl's not saying anything. She's like frozen up because I'm a scary person. I'm doing something wrong. That's what the, the the fearful mind was telling but, me. But, but the other part of me was like, no, that's not true. That's like yeah, – no, no. that's too bad to be true. Yes. So – this is where I was honest. I said to these two girls, I said, you know, I'm a really sensitive person and I feel really sad right now. I don't like to see you get someone get hurt. I feel kind of guilty. Yes. And uh, this whole school thing is a little overwhelming because I'm really sensitive. And the girl made this little gesture that the kids have learned to make, meaning like when they're in class and they feel uh, in agreement with something someone says, they do this little hand gesture. Out of nowhere, when I said that about how I felt, right. she did the same thing and said, I feel the same way. And then all of a sudden, she started talking to me and we all of a sudden, this great relationship, like God made us bump into each other. Yes. Because later in the day, she came back to see me, to ask me about something. And then the next day when I saw her and she was like a different person. Yes. When I met her, she was frozen. She, I'm sure she was feeling, she was feeling guilty. Like yes, she did something wrong, wrong, like yeah. you said. Now I have this like this beautiful supportive relationship with the student, but it came like you said by me saying forget about being the grown man who has it in control. I just let him know how I really felt, and it just opened up this whole new world for both or, of us. Or or taking what you felt and twisting it, like some teachers might do, is like you need to watch where you're going. You yeah, can't just run through these turn hallways, it on them. right? You know, you can't just. Because they're taking that not good enough as is. I mean, we've all done it of my belief right. in myself. And then 
we call it a blame thrower. You know, poof, you know, right. put it on the other person. Yeah. You know, you didn't do that either, which right. someone could easily do. And it kind of relates to that other student I had this big meeting for, this three-year meeting where we assess the students like for special ed. Are they still right. – what do they need? <laughs> so all year, especially this year, I like basically – I don't even – no grades. I just – I work with students on skills and I send them on their right. way. My idea is – I try to, I do my, I, not only try, I love seeing them. I instill confidence that they're right. amazing. Yes. Especially if they're different than everyone else. For me, that's a positive thing. Yes. So I've been working with this kid, but these meetings come and I'm like, oh my God, I don't really know like how much progress they've made. Cause that's not like in academics. Cause that's not what I care about. I care about them growing as a person. Well, that is, that's the most important thing because right. with that, everything else does improve. What's amazing Instead is. Instead of focusing on these little tasks. Yes. And then nothing's improving and everything just becomes a road exercise and memorization you're 100 percent correct because what turned out we did this academic testing this kid made so much progress this year academically that he exited out of special education and not only that the process he had this processing challenge with information yes. processing information that showed up the last time they assessed him that processing uh, deficit did not even show up on any of the tests that the psych uh, report on the psych that the psychologist did I'm just blown away by this stuff. But this is the way. This is the thing we all forget because it seems like we're not doing enough when right. we're doing when we're living and applying these principles. But we're doing more than enough. Yeah, you so, got some. Yeah, why don't you read that? Yeah, we'll close out this uh, this segment with this um, reading because this right. goes great with what we're talking about. Right. Um, and it's from Alan Cohen. Yes. And this is this is exactly what we're talking about when we are. Um, when we're believing we're not good enough as is, we start right. def- we start feeling we have to defend ourselves. Yes. So the title is The Unaffordable Budget. It's from June 3rd. Yes. In my defenselessness, my safety lies. That's from A Course in Miracles. Right. And he shares a story. On the Star Trek television series, the crew of the Starship Enterprise regularly faced a tough dilemma. While holding up their force field shields to ward off an attack, the ship would lose power to do anything else. Engineer Scotty would report to Captain Kirk, our shields are draining our energy. Is that Scottish? Good enough for me. Scotch. If we are going to make a move of any kind, we're going to have to drop them, Captain. Yes. Any energy we invest in defense robs us of creativity and diminishes our ability to move forward. Yes. And that's what we do when those moments we believe we're not good enough as is. The more energy we spend in hiding or lying, the less alive and creative we are. Consider bringing your hidden self into the light and you will liberate the riches of your soul, which both our stories... um, uh, actually uh, were examples of. Right. You might think that if people knew who you really are, you'd be crucified. But if you knew who you really are, you would be exalted. And that's the feeling we get yes. when we can reveal our true identity. And the affirmation is, I am as God created me. I renounce fear and regain my soul. Well, I'm going to end with this. Yes. Because we, we're freewheeling nowadays. Okay. Celebrate yourself from Eric Butterworth, which is perfect for today's show. This is why when we let down our guard and trust, uh. even when our own mind doesn't know who we are, we still are that. We still are amazing. Even when our own rational mind forgets, which mine does all the time, 
We start to develop this ability to relax into it and trust that it's still there. And Eric Butterworth says, take time to be still and listen to the beat of your heart. Do your morning routine, he's saying. Yes. Feel the throb of your pulse. The universe is celebrating itself in you as an instrument of life. It is singing itself into your soul, saying you're alive, you're whole, you're being healed and renewed in a constant rhapsody of life. Celebrate yourself. Say yes to life, to health, to renewal. Sing your song of wholeness. This is what love is, a great celebration. It is the great heart of the universe streaming into and through you and willingness to let it shine. When you really understand what love is, you find that by loving, even what you did was loving by admitting the truth. You ennoble yourself. You are in tune with the cosmic flow. Get a sense right now of the infinite heart of God flowing forth through you and out to embrace all the persons in your world. Celebrate yourself through love. This is what joy is, a celebration of life. The fact is the happy life is one that is in tune with the inner flow, not the outer flow, the inner flow. When you are inwardly centered, you are happy. And your happiness is not the effect of things or conditions, but most likely the cause of them. Yes, the cause. So coming up next, today's guest, the great reverend, one of a kind, Ken Fendrick, joins the show to read and discuss today's daily word, creativity. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Thou art good enough, folks. Yes, that's straight, sir. That's straight from God to you, you listeners. And we're back for the second segment of this episode. Yes. We want to thank our listeners. But oh I think my Ed God. has We some... got some readings. To, uh, I... One reading and yeah. one quote. Yes, let's hear it, Ed. So this is from... Arthur Rubenstein, everybody! Arthur <laughs> Rubenstein! <laughs> and Arthur Rubenstein said, To be alive, to be able to see, to walk, to have houses, music, paintings, it's all a miracle. I have adopted the technique of living miracle to miracle. Yeah. Oh, my God. That that's is what so we have, true. That's what we've all adopted when we start to apply these principles in our life. Yes. Yeah, sometimes this week... Taking the Neville Goddard, well, I'm sure he's not the first person to say this, but the whole idea of what do I consent to? Yes. When there's all this like crappy stories going on in my head, the more and more I practice this, I realize those stories may or the stories in my head may or may not be in alignment with what God is thinking, right? Like with what the divine, what is true right. about me. So lately, I'm just learning. I don't even confide to that. If it's, a, I don't even consent to that. Yes. If it's a story about uh, whatever it is, it's going to get worse. But I have to keep doing it. Yeah, because whatever we consent to is what we start to materialize right. in our and, experience. And I have to have the confidence to know that there's God's going. New thoughts are going yes. to come, just like the new thought. Yes. Movement. If I just willing to just look away from that other story. Yes. There's the reason I say this because, like Arthur Rubenstein said, there's miracles happening all the yes. time. It's just whether or not I'm tuned into them. 
And you know, and and Charles Fillmore wouldn't even call them miracles. It's just natural order. It's divine order. There's well, divine order around us all the time. Well, it's also the metaphysical understanding of the verse "turn the other cheek." Yeah, right. It's turning, I'm not going to instead of consenting to this thing that's upsetting me. I'm going to turn the other cheek, and I'm going to start believing in the good that I know is the reality. Remember when you used to dance in the clubs in in uh, New York in like '86? And then you would have the crowd yell, turn the other cheek. Oh, yeah. Shake it was booty. a different cheek. Yeah, it was a- <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Foster McClellan says, in Thoughts for a Friend, which is a unity book we love, Love Thyself Day. Did you know that this could be National Love Thyself Day? It could be. So I am proclaiming it now. I think it is safe to do this, for Jesus said that we are to love ourselves and our neighbors as ourselves. He meant this for us today and every day. On Love Thyself Day, we will have to look beyond outward appearances, outward actions, apparent limitations, and look for the inner glory. This is the secret of life, and this is the secret of true prayer. Someone has said that true prayer is recognizing the truth, that everyone is a wondrous miracle made in the image of the Father. Eric Butterworth said that. On this national holiday, I acknowledge that you, my friend, are indeed a wondrous miracle, just as I am. And we will work to prove this to ourselves and to our neighbor. We acknowledge our oneness with God and man. We remember that we are children of God and we live in this light all day, every day. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier. This stuff changes my whole life because now instead of trying to make a kid get better at reading or trying to change a parent's mind, I really see that the principal problem that anyone has is they've forgotten how amazing they are. And by me remembering how amazing I am, I'm better able to see it in others and without even trying really facilitate them seeing it in themselves. So let's thank our listeners. Thank you all for uh, tuning in, sharing the show. If you want to send us anything, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California. 90232. We love visiting the P.O. Box every yep. day. See what's in there. We got a little something uh, in our Facebook message from Christina Robom. You might remember from Utah. She, we we played her voice message. Yes. She said, dude, with many U's. You guys played my audio. Thanks for the capability, Indy. LOL. You guys are the best. What a cool new option to have. And then the guest is able to comment on it, too. So cool. Yes. By the way. You mentioned Indy. Indy, give him a wave, will you? You got any words of wisdom, a quick line of wisdom for everyone out there, Indy? What are you thinking? Yeah, I got to say, uh, you know, hit up the uh, Funniest Thing Patreon. I guess that's a word of wisdom that I've not. That there I've, you uh, go. Yeah. Great. And if you want to do a show, just like Daryl and Ed, hit up ChoboStudios.com. It really is an amazing price yeah. uh, value for yes. what uh, we get out of the show and plus you get to hang out with Indy he really helps us plan the show now well he's very thoughtful um, engineer and he practices so, this stuff so you actually you know that you don't have to worry about a thing he takes care of it as if it's his own it's really beautiful. it's his own sh- production I know Thank it's you. what we've always dreamed of man like yes. Daryl's like lost I mean gotten 10 years younger because we, we he's not trying to run the whole board which was a laptop yes. and everything like we used yes. to do so check out our website darylned.com you can find everything you need there as well we do have a reading list there if you want to read what we read uh thank let's thank the chief engineer the other engineer who we send this stuff off to to get it online he's been with us since the beginning yeah. he actually built unity online radio yeah. built a studio over there 
and we love him dearly. He actually lives in, I forgot if I've said this, but he does live in Kansas, Kansas City, I think. And um, his name's Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Shout out to Silent Unity, the prayer line. The first phone line in Missouri. Yes, it was. It is. If you want to remember that thou art good enough, give them a call. 800-NOW-PRAY. 800-669-7729. And uh, they have an app for that works on some phones, apparently. The letter U, the word pray. You can type in your prayers. Yeah. We may or may not have had some silent unity people on here in the past. John Strickland. Yes, John Strickland. Joy. Cherry is her Joy name now? Or Cherry, Perry? Yeah. They were both directors of Silent Unity. She yeah. still is. She still is. Yes. Tom Thorpe's done a little. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, or a lot with them as well. Yep. But, so you never know who you're going to get on the other end of the line. But I guarantee you, you will remember that thou art good enough because you don't have any say in it. You are good enough. You were created good enough. I don't care what you're saying to yourself. If it's not that thou art good enough, it's simply not true. And it's time to start adjusting what we're telling ourselves. Well, that's why it feels bad when we think those negative thoughts that's about right. ourselves, because they're not true. Because Jesus loves you more today than, than yesterday. yesterday. But you know what? But not as much as tomorrow. That's right. All right. Shout out to our friend Chico, just so he doesn't grill us. Outreach at Unity Online Radio. No, this is for Message of Hope. They provide uh, uh, daily word and braille, braille. Spanish. To people in need, outreach at unityonline.org is where you can find them and support their ministry. Now, the moment you've been waiting for. Unity of the Trails is where this man can be seen on a regular basis and heard. And he'll tell us more about where you can find him. But we know him from speaking monthly over at Unity of the West Side. In Culver City. Right. He seems to get younger every time we see him. I'm not sure. I think it's because of practicing these principles. He was once a DJ. I think, was he in the Army? But his name is uh, Reverend Ken Fendrick. He's a unity minister, and he's amazing, and he's here with us. How are you, sir? Oh, doing great, Dolan Ed. Just another beautiful day here in sunny Southern California. Yes. Um, so was it Army? I know you did. Didn't you do some mili- time in the military? Yeah, I was actually in the, uh, the California National Guard uh, oh, here in yes. San Diego. I uh, was a medic in a, in a Calvary Scout, and I served in the uh, early early 80s through the early 90s. Oh, wonderful. Wow, you don't look that old. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. These principles, like you said, to keep you young. Yeah, so you're a professional. You've been listening in the, from the green room the whole time. Um, we always like to open the floor for anything that might be bubbling up or even that you prepared to on the subject that is present for you that you might want to share with us to kick it off? Yeah. You, well, you guys are so much. I was actually taking notes because there was you guys just throw out all these cool little nuggets. And I won't get that song out of my head now, that Three Dog Night song. I celebrate, celebrate, celebrate <laughs> myself. Love that. And I love how you incorporate music into all your stuff. I'm going to lift that into some of my talks. But the the real thing I wanted to get at, what you guys have really been honing in on, is is this idea of being yourself and being good enough. Yes. Uh, You know, and and going through the ministry program at uh, through Unity Worldwide, it's it's an arduous process. Um, There's there's an application. You have to go through a whole round of interviews, and in going through these interviews, they can be pretty stressful. Uh, They grill you on all kinds of theological unity subjects, metaphysics. 
and then they get into the essence of who you are. And what I used to, we would be sitting there in a group of ministerial, you know, candidates waiting to go to our interviews, and we'd be stressing and looking over the notes, and and, and you're you're trying to, you know, sometimes your your tendency is to want to pretend and give them the right answer, like fake it till you make it. Right. And these are very experienced ministers. They've been through the whole round. They're they're very very adept at discernment and they, they see through that you know so the best thing you can do is just be yourself and if you don't know the answer say you know what i don't know and what started coming to me in this process is you know what i know what i need to know spirit I, i've done the work i've done the studying i've done the practicing mm. spirit is going to provide me with what i need at the right time and i'm going to go into that room and be the best ken i can be right. be my own unique light and my own self and so that's what I did, and I encouraged others, and and I found that not only was I not stressed, I was having fun. It was more like yes. a wow. friends, or like we're talking with now, yes. instead of putting these ministers on a pedestal, and they're, they're on this tribunal board, and yeah. I'm the little guy in the seat feeling very small like this. Right. And no, it's just like you, you and I just talking right now. So I really appreciate you guys bringing that forth, because I think it's so important to know that, you know, we are, we are perfect just the way we are. Yeah. We embody that divinity. It's like the end of that thing you read, Ed. It's it's getting to the point. It's an I don't care, but an I don't care. Not like you know, like my old self when I was thrown in the towel, pretending I didn't care and giving up. Right. You know, before moving forward. No, I'm talking about like in that McClellan. It's it's an I don't care because. I because I'm going to let God. I'm just going to be me, and God's going to take care of me, right. and it's going to work out magnificent. I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's that I don't. It's letting go of the care of I'm not good enough, so I have to prove myself. And I think that's what Ken is hitting on too. It's like I can't worry about prove trying to make an impression. I just. Need to yeah. be my. It's letting dropping my guard. It's an inner. You know what it really is too is, it's an inner not. Caring. Yes. It's it's being willing to say to my own concerns. Yes. That, you know I'm not concerned about that. It's not about really projecting my concerns on someone else and then telling them that I don't care. But it's actually going within. Yes. And releasing the actual concern from within and taking dominion over our yes. own mind, so that like you said. It's a true carefree free. attitude. It's the definition of carefree. Mm-hmm. I'm free yeah. of the care right. in a in a terrible false idea right. that I'm not good enough as is, so I better Which is the kind of freedom everyone Yeah, desires. I better try to make you know, figure out what they want to hear and instead it's like, no, I can't. Yeah. Right. And giving it up really right. gets us our heart's desire. Oh, amazing. And I think that's the I think that is the fertile soil that joy that breeds joy. Yes. That grows wow. joy. Because when you can be yourself because I used to have people tell me on some of my after some of my Sunday talks when I was starting out and I was in the program, Well, Ken, you're not acting you need to act more ministerial. And I'm what does that mean? You know, what is that? I'm supposed to walk around going, oh, Uh Uh (laughs) that's the worst advice. You know, when you're called to ministry, you're called to bring all of you, your entire essence and and deliver it 
and, and practice your call is only you can practice it. I, yeah. I love the stories in the Bible where God calls these prophets, and they're not like the scribes. They're not the people at the top of the heap. These are people that they're the farmers or they're the the pig cleaner uppers, or you know, they're not the they're not the creme de la creme as society views them. But yeah. God saw something in these prophets that only that, that he could use a unique characteristic. And that's what I think is, is the beautiful thing about what you're saying is that we all have our individual gifts and there are certain things that nobody can do the way we can do that. Yeah. And when we find that calling, you know, we're going to bless a lot of people. Wow. When you're saying that, that is so inspiring to me. And that's why I love this show. And that's why I encourage the people who are listening right now if you're listening and you th- and someone comes to your mind who will benefit from this because I found like I was practicing praying I was raised Catholic and I you know I had a lot of the foundation of these teachings that right. way right but when I I went through a very dark night of the soul where I really really needed answers like like I needed a drink of water and I was thirsty so if you know someone just suggest this to them because what Reverend Ken is saying could really save them their life in that moment you know can really be the thing that they need to hear that they are as they are perfect and that their inner knowing is valid and valuable so i just encourage listeners to share that because what you just said everyone really can benefit from hearing yeah we're trying to reinforce the idea that i was terrified of before i had someone reinforce this idea which is people would say daryl you just got to trust yourself but when you really don't believe you're good enough as is, there's nothing in there for me to trust. I didn't believe there was anything. Right. Like, what am I going to trust? Right. No, no, I need help. I don't. I mean, I need someone to tell right. me what to do, right. what the right answer is. Right. Because I had no sense of self. Because for so long I was believing that of my the, the wrong belief of of myself. I'm nothing. Right. It wasn't until later that I realized what that really means. Right. You know, of myself. I mean, meaning. Of myself trying to will and figure out I am nothing. Right. And that's all I was doing. Right. Right. And now by releasing that fear yeah. and just saying, you know, I throw the towel. This is me. And when I'm me, like you said, Ken, it feels so that's when the joy just seems to flow. And I feel energized. I don't feel depleted. I felt depleted trying to second guess. Right. And then it's almost like like in those moments we talked about in the first segment of the show when I was just telling the truth to the people at Disney on the set. I felt so good it didn't matter yeah. if I got hired on. I mean, that was a bonus. And I'll tell you, folks, that will happen. The best outcome will always happen when you surrender and a, just – you know, allow your honesty, your your without fear of loss to come through. The the you will get the better than the expected outcome. However, the feeling was the best part. Yeah. The feeling I felt in those moments, and that's the only reason I right. remember all these stories, is because of that feeling. The, right. the getting the better than expected result is almost like just a nice dessert to go along well, the feeling, with the feeling. As we know, the feeling from what we read is the indicator that the door yes. is open. Yes. So you get the best yeah. of all the worlds. So, mm-hmm. so Ken, you want to uh, jump into the daily word and then we'll continue our chat? 
I would love to jump into the Daily Word. Oh, you want to tell everyone what you told us? Because we did switch the Daily Word, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was given I was given a Daily Word to read. And for those of you that don't know, the Daily Word is a publication put out by Unity. You can get onto their website, unity.org, um, subscribe to it. It's a great way to start your day. And so today's Daily Word was creativity, which is a great word and a concept. However, uh, Ed and Daryl and Ed decided that, you know, confidence might fit that better. And they were kind of debating about it. And I said, you know what? We're adults here. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> hey, if we want to eat our ice cream before we eat our dinner, we can do that. Yes. Daily word if we want to. So today's daily word is going to be confidence. Yes. It just happens to be today's daily word, which is divine in divine order. So yes. confidence. I just want you to sit back and feel that. That feeling is if you could do nothing wrong today. Yes. Everything is going your way. And say to yourself, I am a confident and capable child of God. Confidence is the realization of my worth and my abilities. When I feel confident, I am a powerful, commanding presence. I am composed and self-assured and capable of accomplishing anything I set out to do. I grow confident when I realize my oneness with the divine. Knowing that I am a child of God keeps me strong in spirit, and I tap into an endless supply of divine ideas and inspiration, which grounds me in the realization that there are no limits to my abilities. Spending time in prayer gives me a needed boost when I have a flagging confidence. I tap into the divine energy that is always within me, feeling it fill me, I emerge from prayer focused, energized, and newly confident. And there's a scripture verse that goes with this word, and it comes from Proverbs chapter 4, verses 25 through 26. And it says, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Keep straight the path of your feet and all your ways will be sure. And we just say, amen to that, right? Wow. Amen to that. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. Woo. Wow. That really does encompass everything we've been talking about, doesn't it? I know. Nothing happens by mistake. And just so you know, the date we recorded this show is uh, June 4th, Saturday, yeah, 2022. So you could so actually find that um, daily word. If you don't already have it, you could look for it online. Yeah. So what's that inspiring you, Ken, when you read those words about confidence? Oh, gosh. You know, it, you know, I kept thinking about that term, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. And, and with you guys talking what you do today about being authentic, even when you don't feel like you're, you're qualified, like, you know, um, Daryl sharing that bit about, you know, the painting the tubes. And they said, oh, you're an electrical engineer. And to me, confidence means that you don't have to fake it till you make it. Right. You know, you're confident in yourself with your own abilities and what, you know, God is expressing through you. And you're also confident enough to dare i say this make mistakes yes you know that's the other part missing part of this is it don't be afraid to make mistakes and going back to my story about um the uh you know the interviews and stuff what i used to joke around with my my uh, fellow students and we used to laugh about this they said you know what if worse comes to worse and you blank out or you feel you're screwing it up 
give him the jazz hands. So in life, I look at that, you know, in life, you know, when you're, when you feel like you're really screwing it yeah. up, it, it, it goes back to our minds, right? We think we're screwing it up. But that may not be the case at all, yeah. but give him a jazz hands. If you're going to make a mistake, do it joyously, you know, yeah. just go forward and you're going to learn from it or you're going to get a breakthrough yeah. and it's going to be awesome. Right. You know, that goes along. I was just talking to Stephen Tom Thorpe, who's a friend of ours who's been on the show and he, had, he does improv and he had one of these nights where the person, he, like he was stressed out going in, stressed out during. So he's like judging himself, you know, and then he like apologized to people afterwards. And I, I played a lot of music and I realized at some point and I'm learning this more in my job with teaching, which is like kind of like unapologetically living, even yes. if you make a mistake. Yes. It's like I told him, never apologize. No one else even saw what, yeah. or thought about what you were thinking. And and if I do, Perfect. like, I'm not saying don't say, oh, I'm sorry. Right. I just mean that deep, right. like, self-loathing apology. It's right. unnecessary. Like, I had that meeting. I made this big joke because I had been saying his name Ivan. His mom said his name's Yvonne. And I, like, and I, like, ah, like, I've been trying to figure this out all year. And I started laughing at myself. Everyone else started laughing. A lot of times it really does actually – Less like a, a potentially tense situation yeah. when we yeah. make a joke about ourselves yes. or fall on our sword right. or acknowledge our humanity. Well, everyone else can become because then everybody and when we can laugh at ourselves, we're including everybody else because everybody makes mistakes. So they feel, oh, wow, like yeah. let off the hook. It's like the jig is up on all this unnecessary posturing that we sometimes think we need to do to like appear a certain way. Well, you know, I was talking about the same thing with a friend of ours, Kirk Chelson, who's actually got a show now on Netflix. He's got, oh, it went through. Huh? Yeah. So wow. uh, in Poland. Congratulations, Kirky boy. We love you. Awesome. So uh, he we Amazing. were talking about being able to laugh at ourselves. And there's a quote I'll never forget from Ethel Barrymore, not Ethel Merman, your favorite singer. Oh my God! Why didn't you tell <laughs> oh, me? I've got a feeling. Yeah, but Ethel, <laughs> Ethel Merman, Ethel Barrymore said, "You grow up the day you have your first really good laugh at yourself." Was, I thought it was Ethel. Okay, Ethel oh. Barrymore. Ethel Barrymore. First, I'm, I'm texting Kirk right now. You're being cheap. You didn't tell me about the Netflix show. Well, there you go. <laughs> Usually Kirk calls us right in the middle of these recordings because we see it on the Zoom phone. So uh, this is great. Yeah. Well, so, we have, we, we're going to have to start uh, wrapping, want, up, the wrapping up the show. Um, I wanted to ask Ken, where can, we, where can people find you? Tune into your message. on a, Is there anywhere online? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, my website is under construction, but you can find me on Facebook, uh, view all my content, just type in Unity of the Trails, or on YouTube, uh, you can view much of our video content. Uh, if you'd like to be on our mailing list, you can go to unitythetrails at gmail.com, get on our mailing list, and we'll give you updates of what we're doing. Where are you guys, in case anyone's in San Diego? Um, I am actually in San Diego County, so I do guest speaking here. Um, uh, some different things like that. I'll be doing some classes uh, coming up locally. And then I'm also, as you both know, traveling. So, But I'm located physically in the San Diego area, in do San Diego you, County. Do you guys have a building there or not? We don't have a building. No. No, oh. I'm a church without walls. Oh, so okay. If they try and locate a building, they're going to get a post office box. <laughs> I see. Oh, that's cool. You're just like us. Well, we love the fact that like these uh, – we always think that these podcasts are such a great modern way – where people can travel with the message. So yeah, 
And, and as you said in a previous podcast, which I listened to, I think it was the last one, you said that, that you know, people were referring to your podcast as a ministry and that you finally embraced that. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool because you know what? You really are a ministry. And, and not only a ministry, you're very innovative in the way you're bringing it forth. So I just celebrate and, and just bless wow. both of you in that continued well, ministry we need it we appreciate hearing that, that yeah right? coming from you that means a lot to it us really ken does. thank you very much for saying yeah, that we love you would you be willing to come on the show again in the future we always like to grill you when you're on the air uh, i don't know i gotta i gotta i gotta change my rider a little bit i gotta have m&ms in the green room uh, with the brown ones separated and indy uh, indy's jotting, that, jotting down. that down right now <laughs> yeah well, we, knows, guys. we don't want you going always, into one of those rages we've heard about okay. i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um so but we do have a story about you so hang on we're gonna wrap oh, up the show but we want you to hang on yeah you gotta um, hear this so anyway listen to this we found this online ken. it's a little known fact that unity minister ken fendrick was making a farewell visit at the church that he'd been serving before he moved to san diego wow during his visit an elderly woman from the congregation Paid him a high compliment. She suggested that his successor, you know, the person who was coming in next to take over, would not be as good as he had been. Nonsense, Ken replied, flattered but not wanting to appear proud. No, really, she insisted. I've lived here under six different ministers, and each one has been even worse than the previous one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh. boys. Oh, wow. Sinatra, you got an interesting voice. Yeah, I, I should have warmed up my uh, voice before I came in here a little. But uh, Oh, goodness. Let's, <laughs> let's sing along to take this out, see if we can stick another one of these tunes in uh, Kenny's head over here. Okay, you ready? I this guy's beautiful. How much does he pay for the... How much work has he done on that grill of his? <laughs> no, it's all natural, Maybe I get Frank. a number for his guy. No, Frank, you're uh, fine. Are you ready? I need a rug doctor. Look at that head of hair. God knows what kind of chinchilla that came off of. Next time you're frowned With With your chin chin on the ground ground, There's a lot to be learned Just look around Just what makes that little old ant Think he'll move that rubber tree plant Everyone knows an ant can't Move a rubber tree plant, but he's got... Visit DarylNed.com ah, to find Ken easy Ken links to everything we do. Ah, and oops. thanks for being a Chose part of the funniest thing with Daryl and Ed. I hope so every time you're getting low. Instead of letting go, just remember that ant... Oops, there goes another rubber tree. Whoops, there goes another rubber tree. Whoops, there goes another rubber tree. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.